I had this voice just in my mind, man. And I started feeling sorry for myself. I've never cried in real estate. I've gotten close. That's probably the closest I've ever come to crying in real estate. And I hope if I do cry in real estate, it's because of happiness, not because something bad's happening. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I trust you are doing well. And as you can see, today's title, I'm going to talk about when I had 32 cents in the bank account. So I'm going to give it to you straight, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's all going to be doom and gloom, right? There'll be some happy moments. There's the story still being told. And we all love happy endings. Got to punch the bad guy in the face. Got to kiss the baby, save the world and all that good stuff. So, but the story is still being made, but I have a lot of pretty good stories that happened to me. We're going to bring on some guests as well. They can share some of their challenges, but I just want everybody to listen and say, Hey, you know, Javier can do it. I can do it. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. And if I can get this business done, I'm sure you can do just fine and a lot better and definitely kill it. So I'm just going to get right to it. I'm going to try not to get all choked up, super emotional here, but you know, I'm just going to share. And the struggles, it's just the real. And you know, at some point, something's got to give. You got to hit low rock bottom, right? What did somebody say? If you hit rock bottom, you're stuck in a hole, dig yourself out of it. I don't know how that works can't dig yourself out of a hole, but whatever, right? You know what I mean? January 2017, uh, New Year's Day, driving back home, I got to pull over to the bank, hit the ATM because I had written a rent check a few days before and it was in the mail. And I said, hey, once my landlord gets my check and he cashes it, it's going to bounce. So I had to turn around and I had asked my kids for the Christmas money. I had 32 cents in the account, 32 cents. You know, my kids didn't care. My kids were at that time, they were like six and 12 and maybe 15, 16. I had three kids with me and they didn't care. They just gave me the money and put it in the ATM. That was pretty brutal for me. And I had my wife sitting there on the front seat and she was just, she didn't say anything. She could just see my look in my face. I'm sure it was, uh, she probably never seen that before. But let me back up a little bit how I got to that situation. So one thing that I did learn from that, and hopefully I don't forget to mention it, is you got to manage your cash. You got to make sure your cash flow is good and you're not cash poor. So we had a couple of projects, wholesaling some properties, we're closing some properties, and some fell through. Some got pushed out. Property we were going to close on got canceled. So it's like I had bills to pay and it's just so much money going out money coming in. It's like, bam, I got a lot of money this month. Man, I got no money next month. Bam, I got money for the next two, three months. Like, man, I got no money for the next two months. It's just like up and down, right? It's running a business. You got to make sure that cash flow is pretty consistent and you don't overextend yourself. So everything hit kind of at the same time where something didn't close, something got pushed out, something got canceled, whatever it was. And it just extra rehab money, bought another property, had to give another down payment. It just everything hit kind of around the same time. And I was expecting some money back. So 
I was cash poor for sure. And driving home, you know, that night I couldn't sleep, right? That's when I got, I felt the worst. And uh, I told myself, I want to just quit. This voice inside of me kept telling me, you should just quit. You know, just better off, just quit, cut your losses and, you know, just, just figure out how you're going to pay everybody back, sell what you got. You know, it's not worth it. It's too much work. I mean, I had this voice just in my mind, man. And I started feeling sorry for myself. I've never cried in real estate. I've gotten close. That's probably the closest I've ever come to crying in real estate. And I hope if I do cry in real estate, it's because of happiness, right? Not because something bad's happening. But what's that uh, movie, um, Tom Hanks, that he has the baseball league? Jeez, uh, I forgot the name of that movie. But no, it's no crying in real estate, no crying in baseball. So no crying in real estate. But I mean, that night I felt sorry for myself. And, and I'm actually really hard when it comes to, to myself. I'm hard on myself. I hold myself to a certain standard and I push myself and I don't like it when I make mistakes. I make a lot of mistakes. Every time uh, I've been married 23 years and since the day I got married, I've become a professional apologizer. <laughs> so I make a lot of mistakes, trust me. But I felt really strange having all those negative thoughts in my mind, quitting and just giving up. It just made me feel really uncomfortable. And I could have taken two different decisions. One, I could have been like, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm done. Or say, hey, I'm not going to quit. The price is too high to quit. The price is just too high to quit. So try to think positive, get this uh, bad energy, just the bad thoughts out of my mind. And I say, hey, look, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Just work a little smarter, see what I can do. Let me ask for some help. Let me see, ask for a couple of extensions here and there. Let me see what I can do. Try to close this deal that fell apart. Etc. So, you know, I just got up the next day and I was super positive. I started just going back to business as usual, knowing that in, in probably the next week or two, I was going to be pretty much out of money. And just one thing fell on top of the other. And all of a sudden, like, hey, this deal that wasn't going to get pushed, got, hey, we're going to close early. And this one happened, boom, 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 boom. And everything just kind of fell in place. I think that was crucial for me. I don't know if it was the universe testing me to see if I had the balls to stick with it. And if there's any ladies here listening to me, I don't know if I can say that gender neutral. I don't know. That's a way to say that. You know, I just basically say, hey, if I can stomach it, you know, is the universe telling me, are you going to overcome this? And if you do, well, here's some more. Let's see if you can overcome this. But I'm just glad I didn't quit. I just kept thinking to myself, the price is too high for me to quit. And that right there, actually, when I hit kind of that rock bottom, it kind of propelled me. Like it was like, bam, right? Just hit one thing. I hit like a stride. Definitely hit a stride. I just kept going forward and forward. I got, I got more deals under contract, started buying more properties, uh, started being more profitable, and you know, started building better systems to the point to where make make this a happy story, taking my kids' Christmas money to the next year, around the summertime, I get a call from like where I got my education for real estate. It was like the Rich Dad Poor Dad kind of those seminars that go around town. And I got a call or an email saying, hey, we've nominated you for the Hall of Fame and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And they're like, you know, they have maybe, I don't know, 5,000, 20,000 students a year. I have no idea how many students they have, but I know it's a lot. And they only choose about seven a year. And for me, I got chosen that year and I had to fill all, all these forms and applications and send it in, send my proof and statements and all these HUD statements and closing settlements. And took like two or three months. And then I got a reply back saying, hey, you've been awarded the Hall of Fame and come out to Vegas. I'm like, ooh, going to Vegas. And that actually was the first time that I even ever started networking. First time that I started networking, connecting with other, other investors and kind of not being so lonely in a way. Because when I just got started, I just started working hard. 
So it was a little bit lonely. I just felt like I was on my own. And uh, after I started connecting with folks from 2018 to now, I mean, it's just been night and day, night and day. So we're going from a sad story to the bottom and then just springboard, crushing it, flipping 50 houses a year and, and uh, getting nominated and awarded the Hall of Fame for the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I thought I was going to cry. I'm like, man, this is awesome. I had to do a speech and uh, I was just happy. I was just happy. My wife was there and met a lot of new friends and still friends with them today uh, from that event. So how one decision can definitely affect you know, the rest of your life. So for me, that was key. And at that same event, I met my buddy, Tim, buying multifamily, and he planted that seed saying, hey, man, buy an apartment building and that'll change the rest of your life. Just buy the good one. And he planted that seed that time. And I think it had taken me like a year later to like, I'm a little slow. You know, I'm not the smartest guy. You know, I'm a C plus student. I got a high school degree. And you know, I, can't, I can't speak right. I can't spell. You guys see my, my, my social media post. Uh, I misspell everything. And my wife will go in there and she'll, she'll be like, honey, it's, uh, this is the way you spell that. I'm like, ah, whatever. And it took me about a year, right? I was pretty slow to realize, like, let me give this shot at this multifamily. And then that was in late 2019 when I got started in multifamily, right? And fast forward to today, you know, we're doing pretty well. So 32 cents in the bank account, it's, you know, it doesn't scare me anymore, put it that way. But at the same time, you do have to put systems in place so you don't get to that point again. That's seared into my mind. I'll never let it happen again. Now, maybe it happened so I can do what I did now, but no, I don't want that to happen, right? I'd rather do it with money in the bank. You know, I'd rather have problems and have money in the bank so I can at least try to pivot a little bit better. So you got to be able to pivot. Uh, for sure, if uh, you notice that whatever you're doing, it's not, it's not quite working. It's not going as planned. So, hey, that's my 32 cents in the bank story. Just want to encourage somebody out there. It doesn't have to be in real estate, but just in life in general, in business, and whatever you're going through, right? It's, it's always light at the end of the tunnel. And don't quit. The price is too high. That's just the naked truth about real estate. We're going to give it to you straight. And that's just the naked truth. So we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the show. Make sure you follow me on social media, Instagram, Junior. Follow me on TikTok, just my name. I got some stupid dance videos. I don't know why I do that, but I'm there. YouTube as well. Just search my name, Facebook. Find me anywhere. The links will be below. I appreciate that. Also, leave a review. You leave a review, I'm going to put a drawing in. I have a, an off-market, how to find commercial properties off-market. And I have $1,000 and I'm going to take somebody's name from there. I'll do a drawing every quarter or so. And uh, you have access to that training for free. It's a $1,000 training and you get it for free. Subscribe to the channel. Take a picture. Send it to us. Let us know that you gave us a great review. And I will give you a shot at getting that training. So appreciate everybody listening. Don't lose your shirt. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.